Happy New Year, everyone. It is 2023. It's the new year. and I love it. I love when we go into the new year because there's just so much anticipation. Well, at least I do. I know some people, they just see it as another day, another year, and that's fine. But I've learned this, that not every year is the same because we've had some really good years and we've had some some not so good years. But I'm going into this year with an expectation that God is going to do some great things. Amen. Do you believe that for you and your family? So as we go into 2023, I'm believing that God is going to do something in my life. I'm believing God's going to do something in your life. I'm believing that God's going to do something in our church. And I'm praying and believing that this is going to be our best year Yet. That's what I'm believing for. That's what I'm praying for. And today I want to go to the book of Isaiah, chapter 61. This is the verse that the Lord has put on my heart to kick off the new year. It says, The Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is on me because the Lord has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives and release from darkness for the prisoners. To proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. I want to say that again. To proclaim the year of the Lord's favor and the day of vengeance of our God against our enemies. To comfort all who mourn and provide for those who grieve in Zion. To bestow on them a crown of beauty instead of ashes. The oil of joy instead of mourning and a garment of praise Instead of a spirit of despair, they will be called oaks of righteousness, a planting of the Lord for the display of his splendor. Amen. Isn't that such an incredible scripture to kick off the year? Let us pray and we jump into, we will jump into this message. Father, I thank you for this day. It's a new day. It's a new day that you have given us. It's a new year. And it's a new season. And Father, I just pray today that as we look into your word, that you will speak to us this first day of 2023. I pray, Father, that you will put something in our hearts, Father, that will influence us, something that will inspire us, something that's going to last through this year. I thank you, Lord, that your word will not return void. Father, use me today to be a mouthpiece to speak your word, your words, Let it be life-giving, let it be life-changing, in Jesus' name, amen and amen. So every year since Cynthia and I have been married, we've always stayed awake to ring in the the new year, And, and right when the clock strikes 12, we'll tell each other, happy new year, and we'll, we'll give each other that new year's kiss, and afterwards, we always say something like this, let's have a great year. And many people do that. Um, And when we do it, we going into this new year without any clue of what's going to come in in that new year. There's a lot of hope. There's a lot of anticipation. But we go into the new year saying, let's have a great year. We have no clue the challenges that we may face. We have no idea the blessings that we may receive But we enter the new year with hope that God has something in store. In other words, we enter a new year with hope in a good God, amen, that whatever may happen 
in the year. It's going to work together for our good according to what God has planned for us. And so today is January the 1st. The new year has started. And today I want to declare over you, I want to declare it over our church, that this is the year of the Lord's favor. Amen? This is the year of the Lord's favor over your life, over your family, over your business, over our church. I believe it. I believe it. If you believe it, say amen. And here's what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that this year, this could be the year that God answers a prayer that you have been praying. This could be the year that perhaps you're set free from whatever it is that's been, that's been holding, holding you captive. Maybe it's an addiction. Maybe it's, it's some depression. I believe this could be the year that you could be set free. I believe this could be the year that you step into what God is calling you to do. I believe this could be the year that you're finally able to forgive that person who has hurt you. I believe that this could be the year that you receive an unexpected blessing, something you didn't even see or even think about, pray about, but just something that God wants to drop into your life. There are so many possibilities of what God can do and what could happen for you, in you, in this new year. So we started out reading from Isaiah chapter 61. And it's a prophecy that would be fulfilled by Jesus. And when you read it, it literally sounds like this is his mission statement of what he is coming to do. And verse 2, there's a proclamation that this is the year of the Lord's favor. He, it, it's spoken that this will be the year of the Lord's favor. And he, he's coming to bring good news for our year. Do you believe that? He wants to bring healingness to our brokenness in this new year. He wants to bring freedom from whatever is holding us captive. He wants to bring deliverance from darkness. All of this is part of his mission statement, and he proclaims it as this is the year of the Lord's favor. He wants to bring vengeance against our enemies. We all have this adversary, the devil who's been trying to thwart God's plans and God's purpose. This is the year of vengeance against the enemy. He comes to bring comfort for all who mourn. He wants to bring beauty for ashes and joy instead of mourning. What if this is the year for your joy? What if this is the year where, where you receive a garment of praise instead of that heavy spirit of despair? What if this is the year where he plants you like one of those big live oak trees that's rooted in his love and his faithfulness? When we read the scripture we often think that was that one year, but I believe that this was for every year. And I believe this is the year for you. I want you to say it out loud right now. This is my year. Come on, say it out loud right there in your living room, wherever you're at. This is my year. Now, here's what I need you to see. The year of the Lord's favor that we're reading about, it starts with the Spirit of God. Because Isaiah 61, it starts by saying, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me. It's the Spirit of God that makes what God says and what God wills, he makes it happen. It's the Holy Spirit that makes it happen. And we could go all the way back to Genesis chapter 1, when before God created anything, the Spirit of God was already moving. In fact, look at this in Genesis 1. 
verse 1 and 2. It says, In the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. Now the earth was formless, it was empty, and darkness was over the surface of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. I want you to know, no matter how dark it may be in your life, no matter how empty it may feel, no matter how chaotic it may feel, the Spirit of God is moving over your life. And I know this, the Holy Spirit precedes what God is about to do. And the Holy Spirit has been moving all over the earth and is moving even in our lives right now. I want you to know that as we have started a new year, the Spirit of God is already moving. The Spirit of God is working in concert with God's will. It's working in concert with God's Word to make what He has for your life come to pass. Will we respond? Will we receive? Will we listen to what the Holy Spirit is wanting to do in our lives? Will we even be aware of it? Because sometimes we think that God isn't doing anything. But the reality isn't, it's not that God's not doing anything, it's that we don't have the spiritual sense that makes us aware of what he's doing and how he is moving. We can become so naturally and mentally and emotionally and socially influenced that we become unaware of what God may be doing in our own lives. And I believe right here, this is the place where an awakening, it must begin, where we realize that I don't want to miss out on all the things that God has for me because I'm unaware of it, that I miss this and I miss that and I miss this opportunity and that blessing because I'm so influenced by what's going on emotionally in my life and I'm so influenced by the mental load that I'm taking on or the natural causes that are happening in my life that I miss out on what God is wanting to do spiritually. When will we realize that all along God's been trying to get our attention? He's trying to speak to us. He's trying to lead us, trying to draw us. And it was literally the Holy Spirit all along. And so you're sitting there saying, so what are you saying, P. Wade? I'm saying that if we're going to experience all that God wants to do in our lives, we must put some emphasis on some spiritual health in our lives. There must be an emphasis on the Spirit. Now, no doubt, going into a new year, most of the time, pretty much everyone, they're going to put some emphasis on their physical health. And many people want to put some emphasis on their emotional and their mental health. But have you taken the time to work on your spirit? Have you taken some time to put some focus on your spiritual life? In fact, I would say this. Some of the mental and emotional challenges that we're facing, they're only going to change by the power of God's Spirit in our lives. And so I feel such a burden. I feel such a calling and responsibility to help you to grow stronger spiritually this year, to help you to grow spiritually stronger this year, and I believe that today is the best day to start. Amen? Do you believe that? So here's, here's a couple of things that I want you to know. The first thing is this. There are spiritual steps with practical benefits, and there are practical steps 
with spiritual benefits. Meaning this, there are some things spiritually that you can do that I believe that are going to affect your everyday lives. It's going to affect your routine. It's going to affect your attitude. It's going to affect so many of those different practical things in your life. But then there are some practical steps, some practices that you can put into place that are going to, that are going to give you such a spiritual benefit. It's going to help you to go stronger in your walk with God. It's going to help you to become a stronger believer so that you can face the challenges, but also have the strength to step into some incredible God opportunities that he has for you. So let's talk about this. How how can I become spiritually stronger? Well, the first thing I think we need to do if we're going to become spiritually stronger, number one, we need to hit the pause button. Simply put, there are some things that take up so much in our lives, take up so much time, take up so much of our attention. But these things, they feed our flesh, they feed our souls, they feed all of our desires. But what if there were some things that you would turn off, some things to cut off, some things just for a few weeks so that you can focus on becoming spiritually stronger? What if you could hit the pause button on some of these activities that are just sucking so much of the life out of you? What if you you hit the pause button on a few of these things? The Bible calls it fasting. And to fast is to do something for a period of time for a spiritual benefit, to do without something, to cut something out for a period of time for spiritual benefit. Now, one of the things that we do every year at Emerge since we began the church is we kick off the year with a period of prayer and fasting where we turn some things off, we hit some pause, we hit the pause button for a period of time so that we can fix our focus on God, so that we can really allow our spirits to grow stronger in God. And I'm talking about things like fasting from food, fasting from TV, from social media, certain activities, things that take up our uh, take up our time, take up our attention. It just it just it's literally these things consume so much of our lives. But what if we hit the pause button on some things just for a period of time so that we can become stronger? So if we're going to become spiritually stronger, I think the first thing we need to hit the pause button. But the second thing is we need to get in the right place. We got to put ourselves in the right places, the right place to be so that we can grow spiritually. So here we are, we're hitting the pause button on some things that consume our lives so that we can put ourselves in the right place so that we can feed our spirit. And I'm talking about putting ourselves in a place of prayer, putting ourselves in a place of worship, putting ourselves in the place of reading God's word so that we can see and hear all that God is doing, all that that God wants to do. I want you to think of this. There is something that God wants to say to you And many people say, I can't hear God. I've never heard God speak. And the biggest reason why we can't hear God isn't because he's not speaking. It's because there's so much noise that is in our life. What if we turn some things off so that we can tune in to hear what God is saying? This is what I'm talking about. Hitting the pause button, turning some things off, and putting ourselves in the right place so that we can hear from God. Putting ourselves in that place of prayer putting ourselves in that place of worship, putting ourselves in the place of of just feeding ourselves with God's word. 
What if you commit it to reading a Bible plan this year? What if, you, what if you commit it to praying daily with a good plan to pray? Not just going in and shotgun prayers, but going in with a plan of how you're going to pray. What if you commit it to times of worship? Turn off some of the stuff that's on the radio and put on some times of worship and just Pour out your heart to God. I believe there's going to be a spiritual benefit. There's going to be some strength that you're going to receive. What, what if we commit it to putting ourselves in the place of being in God's house on Sunday, putting ourselves in the place of I'm going to worship together with the body of believers, with the church? What if we put ourselves in a place? The only way we're going to do that, we're going to have to practice the pause so we can put ourselves in the place. What if, we, what if we turn off social media for a few days and instead of doing that, read the Bible? What if we turn off the radio and put on some worship? What if we, 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 we turn off some things so that we can spend some time in prayer? I believe it's going to benefit in some spiritual strength. And this is so important because I believe there are some challenges that we're facing right now that need some spiritual strength that is available to us. There are things in your life that you can overcome. The power is right there, but we're so occupied. We're so caught up with all these things. But what if we hit some pause buttons in our lives so that we put ourselves in the right place and allow God to begin to strengthen our heart? begin to strengthen our spirit so that we can be those overcomers. We can do it. There are things that we're fighting, things we're facing that we can overcome. And it's going to happen if we allow ourselves to grow spiritually. But if we're going to grow spiritually, it's going to take some spiritual focus. It means we've got to turn some things off. It means we've got to put ourselves in the right place. Here's the third thing. If we're going to grow spiritually, I believe we have to live on purpose. We must live on purpose. And I'm not just talking with a purpose. I'm talking about with God's purpose. God, I'm living for your purposes. And what I've found is many people in their lives, they're living from accident to accident to accident, from one life event to another. But God has a spiritual purpose for our lives. In fact, God has anointed you. He has anointed you. He has empowered you and enabled you for those purposes. But we must be aware, just like God will anoint you, Satan will try to annoy you. He's trying to get you away from the purpose because when you walk in God's purpose, you're walking in the power of the anointing, the power of the Holy Spirit that will enable you to do some things that you cannot do in and of yourself. And it's a threat to the kingdom of darkness. So what will he try to do? He will try to annoy you. So he uses offenses and grudges to try to distract us from the purpose of God. He uses things like stress and anxiety that will overwhelm us away from the purposes of God. Puts us in the place where we say, it's just too much, I can't do all of this. And God is saying, but I've empowered you for it. I am enabling you for it. I am setting you up to be able to do it. This can be the year that you walk in purpose. And I believe when we walk in purpose, we're overcoming and we're defeating the enemy. That is in our lives. So I want you to know that when we dedicate ourselves to God's purpose, there is a strength and a power that we can experience like never before. And it's not just for a task, but it's for life. It's for living, not just surviving, but it's for thriving. So what if, what if you dedicated your life this year to living for God's purpose? 
living on purpose with your life. I believe that we will see God move in so many ways. So let, let, let's recap this real quick. If, if I'm going to grow spiritually stronger this year, I need to hit the pause button on some things. There's some things I need to turn off so I can put myself in the right place. And when I put myself in the right place, the place of prayer, the place of worship, the place of God's word, the place of being in God's house, the place of serving in God's house, there's a spiritual strength that I begin to experience that sets me up for God's purpose. And when I begin to take steps into God's purpose for my life, it enables me to begin to face the enemy and overcome what he's trying to throw at me to destroy me, and it's going to be for the kingdom's benefit, meaning that there are many people that are going to receive the benefit and the blessing of spiritual strength when you and I begin to walk in the purpose of God for our lives. You have no clue the impact that your life can have whenever you begin to walk in God's purpose. It's so important. It is so important that you and I, we get spiritually strong and we allow our spirits to grow and connect with God. God. There's something that God wants to do in you. There's something that God wants to do for you, but there's something that God wants to do through you. Come on, church. God wants to do something through us this year. It's going to change lives, and it's going to start by changing us. This is the year. Do you believe it? This is your year. This is the year of the favor of the Lord, and it starts with the Spirit of God. God, we need your spirit. Come on, do you need the spirit of God today to fill your life? Maybe you turn this on today because you want 2023 to be better than last year. Maybe last year just wasn't a good year for you. And so you told yourself, I'm turning this on because I got to do something different. Maybe you need beauty for ashes. Maybe you need that joy instead of mourning. I believe it was the Holy Spirit that brought you here today. But I want you to consider where the Holy Spirit wants to take you. Make it your priority this year. Make it a priority. This year, I'm getting spiritually stronger. This year's going to be different than the past. I'm going to get spiritually stronger. I want you to make plans to join us for 21 days of prayer and fasting. I want you to make plans to join us for church next Sunday, to be with us in person, 10.30 a.m., Tallahassee Auto Museum. You say, I'm, I'm going to church, and I'm going to get planted in God's house, and I'm going to get committed in God's house. And let's see what God's going to do in your life this year. I believe God's got something incredible in store. I believe this is the year of the Lord's favor. And I believe the Holy Spirit wanted you right here today to hear all that I'm saying. You've been thinking, what am I going to do this year? Maybe you've made some resolutions already. But today, as you hear this message, you have a revelation where you understand this can be the year of the Lord's favor. And maybe you're watching this today and you're away from God. Maybe you have some religion in your background, but as you're going into a new year, you realize, I need more than just rules. I need more than just principles. I need a relationship with a loving God. 
And today to start out this new year, there is no better way to start out a new year than to making the commitment to follow Jesus and allowing him to be your Lord and Savior. Whenever you make that decision to, to, to make him your Lord and Savior, that's where things in our lives truly begin to change. And if you're watching today and you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, I want you to take a moment right here with your head bowed and your eyes closed. And I just want you to repeat this prayer. Say, Dear Lord, thank you so much for loving me that you sent your son, Jesus, to die on the cross and pay the price for my sins. I ask you to give me a new start today, but this time I'm following you. I want to do this life the way you intended for me. So I commit my life to you now, and I surrender my heart, and I give all of me to you today. I ask you to be my leader. I ask you to be my Lord. And I ask you to be my Savior. I confess now my sins are forgiven. I'm a new person in Christ Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. If you prayed that prayer today, I want to ask you to take a step, one simple step. Let us know about that decision. Perhaps it was a recommitment to the Lord, or maybe today this was the first time you ever prayed that prayer. Go to EmergeChurch.com right now. There's an online connection card. Let us know. I'm making this decision. We want to follow up with you this week, and then I want to see you in church next Sunday. I believe it's so important for us to be planted in a good Bible-believing church with a family of believers that help us to keep going and keep growing in our walk with God, and I want to see you there. Let me pray for you before we go today. Father, I thank you for everyone who is watching, and I thank you for a brand new year. Your word says your mercies are new every day. Now we have 365 days to look forward to this year of all of your mercy, all of your grace being poured into our lives. And today we do declare that this is the year of the Lord's favor. And Father, I just pray over every person who is watching that they will take the steps, Father, to grow spiritually, to get closer to you. Help us to turn some things off, to hit the pause button so we can put ourselves in the right place so that we can hear from you, Father. And Lord, I pray that we will fix our lives on living for your purpose. God, give us strength. Give us your blessings this year, I pray. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. We love you guys. Thank, thank you for joining us today. Happy New Year.